0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.
1: You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
2: Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome, everyone, to Ask Dr. Dream here on Unity Online Radio. It's a dreamy, dreamy day. It's a new moon if you're listening live. We've got a new moon. Yesterday, we had a solar eclipse. It's the day before the 4th of July. And even if you're listening in the middle of December, it's all a metaphor. 4th of July is a metaphor for independence. But I like to say we go from dependence to independence to interdependence. I think that's the theme. That's that's what we're shooting for. It's not about being lone wolves out in the world. I could do it all my by self. It's about figuring out how to relate with the other humans on the planet and have relationships that are long lasting and they can build trust and strength. And I believe, like Barbara Streisand says, people that need people. Nancy tells her on the show, come help me out. E ball. One way we can I, always I, have, like, I, sound like I, Ethel Merman. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah it's, it's funny. Everything goes into Ethel.
2: <laughs> it all turns to Ethel. People. Can you sing the people who love people? <laughs> Just too tall. Sort
3: of. Not very okay, well. Okay, let's hear No one can say it like Barbara.
2: Like Babs. Good old Babs. Babs.
3: You got to get into the nasal, though. You know, like she gets in there.
2: good. You make my day. Every time you sing, I always have to come up with a reason. Okay, know, so that's, that's the, the, we're in the spirit of interdependence because I don't think you can have healthy relationships if you're completely dependent, if you're not standing on your own two feet, if you feel like you're going to die if living is... I can't live if living is without you. I think we need to have a sense of our own core sense of being. and And then we need to migrate on over to, okay, now that I am a whole being. I'm a cake. Now I can have some frosting on my cake and let the relationships be that frosting on an already delicious 25,000 layer cake. That's what I think. And then, so you're not fully furious at them if they make a mistake, if they, if they drop the ball, if they're not perfect. I mean, I think it's about letting people off the hook for not being perfect, but not, not like putting up with stuff that you wouldn't, but just getting out of desperation and fear mode. Anyway, I think even though I know it's much more than that, it's about our country being independent. It's about the politics. That's what the theme of tomorrow is. But but I think that's also, I take everything that's macro and turn it into a micro. What? How can we look at it as individuals? How can I look at it as an individual? And what would I do if it were a dream? And so we'll talk about that today. And we're also going to talk about firework. Esque dreams aka sensual dreams if you have a dream that sparked some ah, flares that sent your comet flying into space like let's talk about those as well it's not you know i mean i know for myself the the madonna horror complex has definitely been in play where it's like no i'm spiritual i'm a good girl and then there's some like wild side that wants to kick in and, and run rogue. But to me, I found that in my spiritual practice, on my spiritual path, it's been about embracing all aspects, the cognitive dissonance, as my friend Patty Ashley would say, putting it all in the, what does she call it, the the paradox box. Like a big giant paradox box where all these seemingly opposite things can live. Nancy, are you following? Are you picking up what I'm throwing down? Before I even do the prayer, I probably I really should am. jump into
3: it. I'm picking it all up. I always am. <laughs> and fireworks are going off in me just because
2: of it. <laughs> Spiritually, metaphysically. Okay, and maybe not physically, but, <laughs> oh, but you know right. what that I would mean. Be
3: a, with too much broccoli or something, <laughs> right? Oh, Coming God. out of me,
2: yep. <laughs> but you, you grew up. You and I both. We have in common that we both grew up totally separate parts of of the planet or the U.S., but grew up as little oh. good little Catholic girls, and yes. we did all of the sacraments and all of the things, and mm-hmm. we wore the little white dress and and yet we both have. Um, An Aphrodite side to us. And I know for myself, I always struggled with that and and felt like I was being busted if somebody called me out on being sexy or sensual or it was like a bad, bad word. Did you have that too? Did you, did you ever deal with that or did you, you didn't?
3: Mm, it's funny because when you say that right away, I think of this girl, um, we had one of my high school reunions and I was dancing and one of the girls said that was awfully sexy. And I never, I never forgot that she said that it was like, whoa, you were dancing so sexy. And I was like, wow, I didn't, I, what I didn't, what. you know, it, it stopped me in my tracks, but I've also remembered mm. it ever since then. And I didn't like let it phase me, but I was surprised that somebody would say that to me because I thought I was just
0: dancing.
2: <laughs> Tell
3: you a little they, bit about my mom. Slightly,
2: um <laughs> Exactly, we can only imagine
0: <laughs> hips gyrating right? back and forth.
2: Oh my god! Okay, um, <laughs> okay, well, I totally lost my straight. My- <laughs> I I had, I was (laughs) exactly totally went like, but I married, I mean, I marry people. I'm a minister and I, you know, people might think I'm a sinister minister or an irreverent reverend and, and I am, but, um, so I've married most of my friends. When my friends get married, they ask me to be the minister. I'm going to be my sister's minister next month. And it's always an honor privilege. It's amazing. It's such an honor. But I, so one of my, my very first best friends, I've known her since I was seven years old. We were best friends, and I got to marry her. And so the wedding was just filled with our friends and, of course, her family. And they started playing the music, and I started, everyone wanted me to get up and dance. And I'm always, when I'm the minister, I always say, no, 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 I shouldn't dance. <laughs> it's just, you know, <laughs> which right yeah. here. Go yeah. on, I'm fine. I'm fine because there's family here, and, you know, but they pulled me out on the dance floor and it's oh like no
3: the music I, just took I over know. yeah it takes over you can't you and I no started control started that
2: my babies got back and I'm like <laughs> spanking myself <laughs> 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 one of her, her, her Lutheran great aunts said oh, your minister should not be dancing like that <laughs> <laughs> where did you get her <laughs> It was scandalous. So, needless to say, I didn't leave all of that—that that double bind Madonna whore complex—back in junior high. It has followed me ever since. But I think today we're going to—we're gonna—we're gonna find the solution to all of that. We're gonna shine so much darn light on this issue that we are gonna come out of it, ha, ha, just being illuminated. Sound good? It
3: sounds perfect.
1: You're gonna love the card I picked after
2: the prayer. It's so perfect. Let's do it. All right. So let's just take a big deep breath and just get our like calm down. I'm talking to myself, obviously. All right, taking a big deep breath and ah, dropping all judgments and all of the of the cognitive dissonance, all of the goods and the bads and the shoulds and the shouldn'ts. Let's just drop all of that. Let it all go with this next exhale. And ah, nature abhors a vacuum. So, as we continuously release and let go with every exhale to all of the belief structures and systems and everything that we ever bought into about ourselves that tells us that we're less than magnificent, less than shining, less than one with God, less than holy. Let's drop all of that like it's a red hot firecracker in our hand. Let's just drop it like, ah, we don't need to hold on to that anymore. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. So that with every new breath we take, we can bring in our connection to what is true. What stands the test of time? Our connection with the almighty, with the infinite, with the unconditional, with the limitless, with with that power that I nickname and call God, but you might call it goddess, you might call it infinite love intelligence, whatever you call it, by whatever name it is, we know that whatever it is, it is beyond a box. It is beyond a label. It's the organizing love intelligence that governs this universe and beyond. And we're at one with it. As I sit here right now, in spite of my own judgments that I've carried about myself, I'm willing to drop them in favor of taking on that I am really, in spite of everything else, I am just at one with God, as are you, as are everyone who's listening or who will ever listen. And the ripple effect of all the people that, that we know, we can just look out in our world and see the oneness. We're all shining facets of the self-same diamond. Perfect, whole, complete, magnificent. So we wake up now and allow this dream that we're collectively having to be a lucid one. One where we wake up and remember that we are holy and whole and there's nothing wrong with us. And even the things that we've done in our past that we're not completely proud of, I'm sure we learned some of our greatest lessons and earned our greatest blessings from those moments so let's just take a big, deep breath and say thank you to all of it. And let's give thanks for this opportunity to just be together in, via Unity Online Radio and giving thanks for all of the hardworking people behind the scenes. Jeff, who's running the board back there, and we've got Louie that's often there as well, and Diane Ray, and all of the founders and people that are working for Unity I just love them all and I'm so so grateful. And I am by the way going to be doing workshops at Unity Village soon. So I'm just grateful for all the people that are hands on and and spiritually connected within this unified field. I'm grateful for Nancy Telzero, my partner in shine for being mm-hmm. my my partner in this crazy wild show that we have here and I could just go on and on and on but I'm going to stop and put a little pin in it and say Thank you, God, for this opportunity and for Fourth of July that's coming up and all of the independence and interdependence that it represents for the highest good of all. And so it is. Amen. a woman. Ah, dreams. Ah, ah. Okay. <laughs> Nancy T, what hero's Journey Dream Oracle card have you selected for us today? The, the spiritual Vanna White of Unity Online <laughs> Radio that you are. <laughs>
3: well it's card number 40 and it's called stand up and be recognized which i think is funny because you were just saying you let me get rid of that and get rid of that and just be so bam Mm, and it says behold you are the inspiration you've been looking for take that nice so the (laughs) henry david thoreau said Wait a minute. I have glasses on my head for a reason. Let's put them on my eyes now. Oh, there we go. How about that? There we go. I I learned this, at least by my experiment, that if one advances confidently in the direction of his dreams and endeavors to live the life which he has imagined, he will meet with a success unexpected in common hours. So the message is, in the dance of life, sometimes you move toward your purpose, Sometimes you move away, and when the stars align, you receive your reward. Outward recognition of an inward quest can be a jubilant affair, and yet it can be its own challenge. If you've been focusing on the essence of the quest itself for its own sake, not for the applause, ask yourself, what shall you do with your ego during this time of recognition? There's nothing wrong with your ego getting a pat on the back because it has come through this journey, too, as a passenger, Mm -hmm. not a driver. Recognition is code for resonance. It says that what you stand for rings a bell in people's hearts and inspires them. The best part of this privilege is in being an inspiration for others to to either join your quest or to reach deep within themselves and find their own raison d'etre. And <laughs> well, <laughs> said très bien. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So the dream symbol is an award. Dreams of an award or reward speak of your feelings of self-worth. Congratulations. This milestone is celebrating the great strides you've made. Take a deep breath, acknowledge this breakthrough, relish in your value, and allow it to nurture you into an even fuller reason for recognition next time around. And the mantra is, I am a powerful giver and receiver of recognition.
2: Yay! Nancy, I recognize you for reading that so well. Thank you so much. It's such an interesting thing. Let's talk about this for a sec. Um, yeah. When I was just at INATS, the International New Age Trade Show, and got to be uh, the keynote speaker there, one of the things I was sharing about the hero's journey and and about the stage called the award stage or the where you're receiving the reward, reward award, and and I was talking about how there's there's some stages in the hero's journey that we skip over. Because we think, yeah, yeah, I got that. Like we skip over resistance or the refusal to the call. We think, okay, been there, done that. Check that off the list. And we also skip over the award stage or reward stage. Mm-hmm. And because we don't, we're I think we're kind of anemic and, oh, what's the word? Anorexic when it comes to receiving our word. I don't know what I mean by that. Like, it's like we we have a, a misperception of ourselves. We don't give ourselves enough praise and enough kudos for for what we've what we've done where we're at and who we've become. So I want everyone who's listening to right now stretch out your arms and bring them around to your back and pat yourself on the back. Do it yourself. <laughs> and stop waiting for everyone else or anyone else to tell you that they're proud of you or that you're amazing. Tell yourself cuz everything else coming from anyone else is fool's gold. What we really want is our own recognition and we don't need a lot of it, but when it's time to get it, we should just soak it up. I don't know. What do you think, Nance? How, how do you do when given a compliment or an acknowledgement? Do you shoo it mm. away? Do you like revel? Do you say, is that all? Is there more? What do you do?
3: <laughs> well, it's funny. It's funny you say that. That reminds me of this friend I used to have. Her name was Sol. And I always mm-hmm. told her she was, when you gave her a compliment, I would say, I like your headband. And she'd go, and don't you think it looks great in my hair? And what about my eyes? And I got this new mask. And she had this cute little accent. <laughs> and I said, you're the only one I know. You give her you a compliment. You water it. You help it grow. You <laughs> she adds you to it. Turn it into a, a forest.
2: Whole... Miracle grew. with
3: it. <laughs> I personally am not there with it. I, I try to say thank you or recognize. I'm, I don't know that I'm the best at it, but I try to say, oh wow, well, thank. I usually say that's very sweet of you to say. almost as though I don't believe you really mean it, but how sweet that you made the effort to say all that. It's I, I, I got a little weirdness with compliments in that way.
2: It's it's an interesting thing. I know, because I I remember for a while at Agape Spiritual Center, there was like Reverend Michael had everybody saying when somebody would give you a compliment, like, hey, nice shoes, the person would be instructed to say, it's true. Thank you. And so everyone would say, oh, you look beautiful today. <laughs> it's true. Thank you. And you've got great and it TV. was like,
3: It's true. Thank you.
2: <laughs> it's true. Thank you. Boy, you're humble. It's true. Thank you. Oh, wait a minute. And, and I know, I mean, it's, <sighs> I feel like there's a gracious, graceful way to say it. And I don't know if that's it. I mean, I think why not say that? Why not? But I know I've known people that have been all too eager to soak up those compliments. And and make too big of it and it feels a little yucky it and feels it's
3: indulgent all made up and and like yeah. so wow you are into you it feels like <laughs> that but <laughs> enough about you let's talk about you right <laughs> yeah it's yeah. nothing so where's that so to, fine line to be able to, well, you know to say thank you i appreciate allison you armstrong
2: that. I think Alison Armstrong is probably the rock star of this because she, she acknowledges people and is grateful in such a way that the, that the giver feels that they've been given a gift. Like she, like, I know when she's given something, she'll like, if they give you a ballpoint pen, oh my God, thank you so much for this. That makes me feel so taken care of it. I feel like I can't wait to write and maybe I'm going to write some checks. And every time I I write or journal, I'm going to think about you and, and send a silent blessing your way. Thank you so much for being so thoughtful. Wow! Whoa! So the person's like, "Oh, uh, can I get you a car next time?" Like, whoa! So that was <laughs> just remind
3: me to send but... her a
0: pen.
2: <laughs> right? Exactly. Right. And if somebody tells her that that you've made her, you know, you've made my day. You you wrote that book, blah blah blah, and she'll be like, "Thank you so much." So it really meant something to you. Oh my god, that it's like she's she's so gracious. Like, wow! That she lets you know what the compliment does to her. Like that really fills me up. That really. Ah, oh, that really makes my heart feel so full. I so appreciate that. Thank you. Wow, so it feels like a, a generous good way to do it. Yes, it's like generous receiving, you know. And then mm-hmm. because often, I mean, I'll give a compliment to some people, and I end up feeling stupid for it because they don't <laughs> receive it, and it's like. Well, I- it's like, I feel like I'm on the witness stand. Like, well, why'd you mean that? And that didn't didn't you think what I was wearing yesterday was cute? Why are you just noticing it today? And, oh, yeah, you say that to everyone. Or it's like, oh, why did I even bother? Ew. Right. So, anywho, I think we need to become better receivers, more generous receivers when it comes to that. And I think, you know, we can tie that into the topic today. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Oh my god. So by the way, by the way, our the phone number to call in is 816-251-3555 because today's show is really regardless of any of the things I've put out there, it's about you. It's about you and your dreams, your dream questions. If you have any dream scenarios, it doesn't have to be 4th of July related. It doesn't have to include a single sparkler or rocket that gets launched or, or anything at all to do with tornadoes or whatever, just any dreams we're wide open to receive them and to explore them with you, Nancy T and I, and the number again is eight one six. Two, five, one, three, five, five, five. We've been having a lot of guests on this show, and i my yeah. I love having guests. I really love love, love, because I feel like, um, every time, don't you feel this way Nance? when we interview somebody, it feels like we go to school or we learn some yes. new cool thing.
0: Absolutely. it's awesome. And,
2: and yet, my favorite way to do this show is when people share their dreams with us and we get to, Get to know the listeners. And so, and, and we haven't had a chance to do that in quite a while, but we're wow. doing it today. So I hope that you're not in the habit of just passively listening. Hope you'll call in and share your dreams with us or questions, or it doesn't even have to be your dream, it could be a dream of your friend, quote unquote so that you get to remain anonymous.
0: <laughs> yeah, this wasn't me at all. There's so many people,
3: especially with the sex dreams, that are just yes. afraid to share it. But I did notice yeah. that quite a few of the dreams in the comments that we've gotten, they're so consistent in this person kissed yes. me, or I felt romantic towards this person, but in real life we're fighting. Right. We don't like each other. I haven't talked to him or thought of him in years. And so when you when you run into those, and since there are so many of those, we yeah. should maybe talk about that for a minute. Mm. What um, exactly what do you say to those people when when it's in real life that's so contrary to what's happening in a dream?
2: Right. Well, I think first of all, let's just say this and I've said it before and I'll say it again. Sensual <laughs> dreams or sex in a dream is a is a metaphor for intimate joining, connection. It's the ultimate metaphor for that. So the and of course just by the way sexual dreams can also just be blowing off steam it can also just be getting getting something out of your system so that you can be a politically correct um upstanding citizen the next day so you're not going around um rubbing up against all manner of things and getting arrested because that wouldn't <laughs> be good so your sensual dreams are helping you to move the energy through you which is all really life force it's all just life energy, which is really love energy. It's all love and connection energy. It's it's wonderful. But the metaphor of a sensual dream is is it's about you're connecting, you're bonding deeply with with the energy of the person or whatever it is that you're having an intimate encounter with. So the question is always, what does this person represent to you? And Nancy, you just brought up that in, especially on that YouTube video that I have called where I, where I do the dream symbol of the day. Ooh, hello. Whoa. Nancy, do you hear that? Did you just go away? Okay. I think I'm alone. Um, hello from the other side. Anyway, I'm going to keep on talking unless somebody tells me that you can't hear me. We might've just had a technical hiccup and that happens from time to time, all in a unified field. But anyway, when people, people report, they, so if you go to my YouTube channel, Kelly GQ, which is a very weird YouTube channel, I know. Um, there's a, there's a video that I have called love sex and what is it? Love kiss, sex, hug, something like that. Um, And I've got quite a lot of comments and views on that video. And most of the people that respond say that they have had dreams where they are hugging and kissing or having sex with somebody that they've either had an argument with or that they shouldn't. So let's just take the person that you've had an argument with. If you have an argument with somebody and you're having an intimate dream about them on some level, you are connecting with them energetically your healing. Wow, there's some weird beeps going on. I don't know. Jeff, can you tell me? Is there or send me a note? Nancy's gone. Okay, so we'll try to find her in a minute, unless I just blew her out of the water with all this crazy talk. Okay. Anywho, so the having love sex relationship dreams are usually about some kind of forgiveness or healing, and if it 's a friend that you would have never been with or never even considered being with in your waking life and yet here they are in your dream you 'll often wake up from that dream and feel rather connected to them maybe um, <laughs> maybe overly connected with them but usually the the disconnect is restored your 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 profound connection is revived. So I think it, it doesn't matter, like people can judge themselves about these kind of dreams and feel guilty about them. Not everybody, but some people do. And I always like to say sensual dreams are the ultimate hall pass because everyone and everything in your dream is an aspect of you. And so it's about you having an intimate connection with an aspect of you that may have been a shadow part, may have been a part of you that you hadn't yet loved, that you disowned So I would say even sensual dreams that are about like really like scary characters or bizarre characters are the most healing dreams because it's you loving you, the parts of you that you might have deemed to be bizarre or strange. So that's one thing that I want to talk about and i do have the top 10 sensual dreams and what they mean and when i come back from the break that's coming up we will talk about the top 10 dreams sensual dreams and what they mean and we're all in the spirit of the fourth of july as i like to call it interdependence day and we're in a new moon and we that's in cancer just had a solar eclipse so it's time to really contemplate our deep intimate relationships Anyway, so that's what's going to be happening here. If you've got a dream you'd like me to explore, sensual or not, feel free to call in. The number is 816-251-3555. We will be right back after this brief break. Until then, don't take your dreams lying down.
0: We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
2: It takes you to power Unity Online Radio. If you'd like to make a positive difference in the world, you can by contributing to this global ministry. Unity Online Radio relies on listeners like you to support our broadcasts that send our messages out to an awakening world. Go to UnityOnlineRadio.org
0: and click on Donate today.
1: Here's a Unity Mindful Moment by Ed McShane, a coach for your heart. When we're not feeling well, we tend to eat healthfully. Sickness illuminates our appetites. We drink tea instead of coffee. We eat soup instead of bread. We consume honey instead of sugar. We turn down the music. We speak in low tones. We walk a little more deliberately. We rest as we're able and we catch up on our reading. Why don't we live our lives like this all the time? Letting go, speaking softly, receding from the urgency of life and eating more soup sounds like a life we want to live every day. Add some flowers, a nice quilt and some eastern facing windows and you've got a great foundation for a peaceful life illness in its own odd way reintroduces us to the components of how we should live away from the noises and the stress that we so often overlook. This week, take a few hours to engage in all the behaviors that help you heal while you're sick. You'll reset your priorities from doing what you should do to doing what you need to do. To find out more about A Coach for Your Heart, visit acoachforyourheart.com. Congratulations to Unity Books for winning honors as Best Small Press from the Nautilus Book Awards. Two books published by Unity are also winners of the prestigious Nautilus. Stations of the Cosmic Christ by Matthew Fox won a gold medal. And Andrew Harvey's book, Turn Me to Gold, won silver. The Nautilus Award celebrates books supporting spiritual growth and positive social change. Find these award-winning books at unity.org shop or on Amazon in print or eBooks.
2: Would you like to show your support for Unity Online Radio? You can donate easily on your phone by texting the word VOICE to 50555 and donate $10 to support Unity Online Radio. It's easy to do, and your offering will help us keep inspirational and positive programming on the air. Remember, just text the word VOICE to 50555 and support your favorite shows on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
3: Create a path to success and prosperity with Mae McCarthy and Abundance Incorporated every Thursday at 2 p.m. Central on unityonlineradio.org. A co-founder of seven successful companies, an angel investor, best-selling author, and international speaker, Mae will help you each week with spiritual and practical tools you can use to create a life that you love with greater health, happiness, wealth, and freedom. Join the show live with your questions or listen later on demand right here on unityonlineradio.org.
0: Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555.
2: Dream Interpretation and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Okay, welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream here on Unity Online Radio, and this is the place where we uncover the truth of your dreams to reveal the beauty of who you are. The number to call in is 816-251-3555. If you have a question about your dreams, you want to know what they mean, if you want to shine a deeper light on dreams, or even if you're not dreaming and you want to know why that might be, and you want some helpful hints to help you dream and get get that going. There's nothing taboo. Call in. And today we're going to be talking about the top 10 sensual dreams and what they mean and probably what to do about them. And and definitely my intent is that all guilt and shame be eradicated by the end of this show or sooner. Um, Okay, a couple of things I just want to bring up. I'm just excited about a few things. I was just this last weekend. I was at um, an event for Claire Wineland and I've talked about her before on this show. She passed away about six months ago or so. She was 21 years old. She had cystic fibrosis. She's got a foundation called Claire's Place Foundation. One of the most inspirational people I have ever met. She's got a documentary coming out about her. And there's a Netflix movie that was inspired by her called Five Feet Apart. Highly recommend that you see it. Anyway, if you feel like finding out more about Claire, this woman that has so inspired me, um, go to Claire's Place Foundation and make a donation or just find out the cool stuff that they're doing in her name. I'm currently working with her Aunt Bliss Wineland and her mom, Melissa Nordquist. On writing a book about Claire, to, so that we can continue her legacy. Anyway, she's so amazing, and I also want to let you all know that we have a few spaces left for the 2020 Teotihuacan retreat. I'm going to be co-facilitating that with Shaz Libby, who I did that with last year. We had so much fun. We called our group the High Vibe Tribe. So anyway, that is coming up. You can go on my website, KellySullivanWalden.com. Scroll down the homepage, and you'll find a big banner. It says 2020 Teotihuacan. So show up, come. It's a great place to dream and a great place to uncover what your dreams are telling you. And a great place to dream in your new year in 2020 vision. I recently did an interview with Reader's Digest, and they did a really cool spread. Anyway, that's available on my website as well. I talk about alien dreams, plane crash dreams, broken cell phone dreams, and making an important discovery in your dream. So if you want to find out kind of the details of that, go to kellysullivanwalden.com. I think we'll have it up on my Facebook page as well, which is Kelly Sullivan Walden Doctor Dream or Instagram, kellyswalden. Walden. Okay. Back to the show, top ten, dreams, sensual dreams. We have our amazing Gelman. We have. Oh wait, where did he go? He's there, <laughs> isn't he? No, is he? No, he's gone. Brett Walker, come back! He was telling us that he had had a dry spell a while ago with regards to remembering dreams, and then he got him back. Brett, come back, stuff, little. Sheep. A
0: couple of days. I know. I'm he's so sad. About writing it okay. down. He could. He's like a. a a poster child for what you should do when you're dreaming. Exactly.
2: Exactly. Okay. Well, hopefully Brett will call back in or whoever else wants to call back in 816-251-3555. Nancy and I are so proud of ourselves that we finally have that number memorized.
0: Oh my goodness. I I know. I'm going to start telling people all the time and they're going to say, why do you keep telling me a phone number? And, uh, it's four o'clock in the morning and why? Yeah. So, <laughs> Once oh you God, memorize that number, for goodness' sake, that's not easy. <laughs>
2: oh my God! Okay, I think this is Brett. Let's see, Brett Walker, is that you, Alberta, Alberta? Okay, it is me. Hello. Hello, Brett. Okay, so you've been paying attention to your dreams. We give you a star on your forehead for doing all the right things with with regards to remembering your dreams. So tell us what has been cooking and percolating in the dream aspect of your life lately.
1: Well, lately I've been I journal my dreams as much as I can. As soon as I wake up, I actually have a my cell phone nearby, and I just dictate them into the into the uh, voice to text instead of texting them it makes it a lot easier I make less spelling mistakes yeah sometimes when I reread them because I've just you know sometimes it's five o'clock in the morning I'll Mm. say these dreams into my phone and and then I look back at them and I'm like what does that even mean and (laughs) what you know sometimes it doesn't make sense um but just like that's with any journal, right? You're, if you handwrite right. it, it's like scribbles in the morning. Even worse. Lately. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's sometimes even harder to read. The, the most, uh, and in, in terms of the sensual dream, the only one I've had, I went through my journal over the last month, and the only one that was even close was this one where I was in kind of an Airbnb condo. Kind of, It was in a big, tall, high-rise building. It was a condo. And I was it was not mine. It was someone else's. Either I was renting it or it was an Airbnb. I can't remember. But I opened the door, and there was a very um, attractive blonde woman, and she was bent over in front of the door. Like, right oh in the middle, I had to squeeze by her, and, and she wouldn't move. I was like, you know, i got to get somewhere. I was going to work, going so to Fine, stuff. how do you do? And, and, and I, I had oh to kind of hold her hips and sneak by her, and, and I was like, sorry, you know, like, I was like, so weird. And I went down to the coffee shop and had a coffee and she was there already. Like somehow she had beaten me to the coffee shop and we sat down and had a nice little coffee. And that was it. That's as close as I've had to a sensual dream. <laughs> Probably wow. For yeah.
2: That's really cool. That's really cool. Okay. So in three words, describe the energy of her.
1: Friendly. She was
0: really. bent over, now because... was... <laughs> <laughs>
1: they one. <laughs> exactly. I mean, there's, a, there's a line i got to walk. But, no, it was really friendly. Like, it was just like, you know, this happens to her all the time. And it's like, yeah, sorry, my butt's always in everybody's way and everybody's just trying to sneak <laughs> by. I, it, was just, it, it just seemed genial. Like, it was, it was, I woke up in a different state, of course, not friendly. You know, I kind of woke up all kind of a, you know, a... 70 happy. times kind of thing, but yeah, there <laughs> that's a better word. Happy. <laughs> and, well, <laughs> so to me, so you know, there's something I, I was attracted to her, but it was just a friendly we we even yeah, we met in the coffee shop, had a sat down at a table, had a conversation, nothing, nothing special. That's so, su- that's so special. sweet. Well, yeah, I exactly. think there's
2: something there's something about like if if one of the goals of our dreams is to is to get us in the ultimate state of balance and the ultimate state of our of embracing the opposite aspects of ourselves and so that we love ourselves that's then i think it's probably really efficient of the universe to have us have a dream like this because there's a sense of like um of affinity and warmth and connection to this feminine aspect of yourself if it were my dream that's what i would see it as i was connecting to this part of myself and there's something slightly shadowy about it because she's like her rear end is like right there in the space and t- that's like the back of her she's not it's not like the first thing is her face. And and it's like there's something that's a little bit veiled about that, like something about connection, deep connection um, often happens when it comes through um, not an obvious way, when there's like backing into it, so to speak, like without right. meaning to. Like a lot of people want to have, you know, some people are adverse to averse to to going online and dating because it's so like hi here's who I am this is what I want and there's something so upfront about that but when you kind of back into it when it's sort of accidental your connection like that's always the most magical way when it's just friendly and oops ha 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 and and there's a sensual banter it's kind of so to me it feels like there's some beautiful um formula or strategy that's being revealed about about how best to to find intimacy and like without you're not trying you're just you just kind of accidentally end up there is that i don't know that's what i get from it what nancy what about you and what about you brett what's this bringing up for you
1: well yeah go ahead nancy first though yeah. Okay. okay. Well, it's interesting because, uh-huh.
0: you know, with her being bent over, I thought a couple things. One, I thought, <laughs> you know, the very fact that she shows up at the coffee house only moments later and you're wondering how she beat you there. Maybe she was bending over to going down to some kind of fire pole and just swing on down. <laughs> Maybe she was right. heading down. <laughs> that was a quick, yeah. You know, it was yeah. a shortcut. But, but also, I was thinking it's like a vulnerable. She was in a vulnerable position. Mm. And then right. I saw her. Later, and you just had this nice conversation with it. It felt like to me it was yourself telling you you know that you you are trustworthy you are you're someone people can be vulnerable around you're someone that that mm. has you know that 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 good, kind, loving, inviting, welcoming energy that that anybody, even a woman, in, in today with all you know, with the hashtag Me Too and all of the women finally mm. speaking up for themselves. That you're that man. You are that the man. good guy. The, the good, good guy. guy. And I felt yes. like that was the message for me, um, that or the, like I said, the fire pole and she got, that's how she beat you down there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brett, I want to say, I
2: want to add one more thing to that. I love what Nancy just brought up, but it makes me think of even just the word play of the word, but like, um, I want to have a relationship, but I blah, blah, blah. I want to have, uh... like, I, like I, I want this, but like there's, and I remember Pee Wee Herman, that quote where he always said, why does everybody always have such a big butt? You know, meaning like everyone says, but like you, you can have what you want, but so it makes me think that right. there's something about right. this big, but this is like, I want what I sure. want, but how do I deal with this? Okay. So what are you getting oh. from all of this wildness?
1: All of that is, is fantastic because it addresses kind of how I look at dreams as everyone in the dream or every character or every significant thing that pops up in a dream is actually an aspect of myself. And, exactly. yeah and and that's what you, what what was said about the um, aspect of me too and the, the acceptance of you know just me being me and being friendly and being okay with you know interaction yes. and, and whatever relationship comes is uh, is part of that, and I think that is part of what i've what i've been working on over the last few years is trying to be mature in relationships. Sorry if you can hear the radio chatter in the background. There's the a-
2: totally fine. You're on? trying to prevent fires, so keep it on. That's fine. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's it's raining, so kind of that's getting done. That's why I'm not looking around. But uh, yeah, in terms of holy smokes, that's loud, though. In terms of the uh, vulnerability, is is something I saw too. Is that's a, uh, how very often people will present them mm. themselves, you know, in that terms of wild man, you know, like that's completely vulnerable. And yes, that's maybe part of my aspect too. Like my being vulnerable is accepting the fact that, you know, this whole male, masculine, feminine mm. is, is needing to interact inside myself. And that's this leaving me beautiful. vulnerable from what I'm used to.
2: Yes. I love the notion that, like, the, I mean, I don't love this, but I think that a lot of people think that just because you're naked means that you're naked emotionally, but you're not. You can be totally defended and protected while you're naked. But to be able to be vulnerable, it's like emotionally naked. It's it's a much, it takes a lot more maturity and a lot more self-love. And it opens the space for so much more depth and so I feel like this this dream is, you know, pointing in the direction of how to be trustworthy and how to how to work with the, the if, ands, or buts. And um, I don't know how to be, like, just to continue to be the great guy that you are. So I so appreciate it. I want to, um, I promised that I was going to talk about the top 10, and I don't know how I'm going to possibly squeeze them all in. So I'm going to try to do and them. Maybe the top so,
0: three, at least.
2: <laughs> I know, the top well, three. Well, Let's see. So I know we've already talked about some of them, like, um, any, any kind of sexual dream about even like a stranger, I would say that that represents an aspect of yourself that you haven't yet met or hasn't become familiar yet. So that, that might be part of the, what's going on in this dream that you have, by the way, um, I looked up yesterday before the show top 10 most remembered most commonly remembered sexual dreams and I found an article on Huffington Post and I was like oh who wrote this oh it was me years ago <laughs> so,
0: <anyway. laughs> The first one that came up hilarious okay but the question so, is were you like oh great or "Ah, oh, what a quack i mean what a you- crack what a <laughs> crack
2: exactly well one of the dreams that i get <laughs> all of the above yay what the hell um <laughs> when people have dreams about their significant other cheating on them whether you're doing the cheating or somebody else that's two kind of rolled into one i always say that this is a, a dream to ask where am i cheating on myself um or where like where is where do I think the grass may be greener? It's kind of all about really um like assessing your self-worth and how you're treating yourself. More often the disturbing dreams are waking up and thinking that you've been betrayed. Somebody else is taking is is running off on you, but really where are you not honoring you? Although I did have one of those dreams once and it was about the guy I was dating. Um, messing around. And and so I think when the dream becomes recurring, and more and more detailed and specific, then you can say, hmm, <laughs> let's explore the reality check on this one, shall we? Um, all right, so dreams about an ex. If you dream of sex with an ex, from my perspective, it's about reconnecting with a part of you that was alive and well back in that relationship that you're pulling back into present time. Have either of you had a dream, whether it's sensual or otherwise about an ex? Um, I think you did once, Brett, you shared with us about an ex-girlfriend. Do you guys remember anything like that?
1: I did. I did. Uh, It was more just along the lines, I think of friendliness. It was just a re, um, like Mm. a revisit of that relationship and that it's, it's level. It's neutral now.
2: (laughs) Cool. That's that's good. I think dreams are often either helping us to heal the past or propelling us forward toward what we want to create. What about you, Nance?
0: I can't think of any. I'm sure I've had dreams of my exes, but clearly I don't remember them. I don't know. I don't think so. Oh
2: My heavens. I That's my most recurring theme is a oh. dream about my the first guy that ever broke my heart way, way, way back when I was a mere lass. And it and my, in so many dreams, I haven't had any in a long time, but they were always about trying to get back together. And I think it, because I was, I felt rejected back then. I was trying to repair the part of me that was rejecting me. And I feel like once I did, then those dreams stopped. And that was only a few years ago.
0: So oh, sometimes it takes a while. Okay. Hey, it's better <laughs> late than never. Thanks, Nathan. I think I'll keep you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. A lot
2: of people report having sex with a coworker or with their boss. So I think this we're up to like number four or five now. Um, I say if you're having sex or something sensual, having some kind of sensual connection with a coworker, then you're you're what you're doing for a living or your job, you're you're taking your job seriously. You're not just phoning it in. Your job matters to you and your colleagues at work are teaching you something and you're you're connecting with some vital information in the dream that's gonna help you be more integrated at work. Now sex sex dreams with the boss, not sex with the boss, I'm talking about sex dreams with the boss, means that I think you it doesn't mean necessarily that you want to sleep your way to the top. I think it means that you are ambitious and you are connecting with the boss aspect of yourselves, yourself, yourselves. However, many of you there are, have either of you guys had a dream where you were sleeping with or having a sensual connection with somebody that you thought was your superior, so to speak,
0: mm-hmm. or any kind of dream about that? <laughs> you don't have to admit it. <laughs> That might have happened. <laughs> that might have happened. <laughs> we'll no- that yes. might have happened. Okay. That would be, a- yes. So I do remember, I remember there was somebody that I was working for, and I didn't like him at all. Not even a mm. little bit. I just didn't <laughs> like him, and I had these dreams that we were, you know. um. <laughs> enjoying each other's company we'll say and (laughs) I remember thinking this is my way of working through it and trying to find some good in this person and maybe just maybe that's the only thing he's got going for him (laughs) when I woke up that was my
2: thought it's so true oh that's good and did it help did it did it help to connect you in your waking life so that you didn't feel so distant and separated from him
0: well, the only thing it helped is that I know that I, before I just had nothing but disdain for him, but then when I had this mm-hmm. like little secret, was like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you <laughs> and me. I know what I I know. you tick, dude, like, it just somehow was a comfort to me, it was a little comfort, it should have, not on the higher plane of, I believe at some point we could get along, not like that at all, no, I'm, right. this is not what we're talking. <laughs> I'm just saying, it was like that dirty little secret, and it just kind of tickled me, you you know, like, you can be a jerk all you want, but mm. <laughs> I know something. So I yeah, know something about you.
1: Yes, yeah, it's the only difference. Yep.
2: Right. What about you, Brett?
1: Well, I haven't had any sex dreams with bosses because I've only had, ma- I've grown up in forestry, so right. I've only had male bosses. Mm. But I do have a ton of work dreams. I always dream about mm. work. And, ah. and I think what they do, what, what they've been doing, just and I was going to mention this about Nancy's dream, is it relaxes you a bit in the relationship. And, and most of these bosses are past bosses. I don't even interact with them anymore, but they come back in my dreams, so they're still in my head. And what it mm. does is I'm trying to calm any worries I have about those old jobs, you know, the, how they affected me seems to be popping up in present time and i right. think it's it's kind of calming me down with those kind of worries and regrets and stuff
0: mainly mm. but
1: yeah no sex no i haven't been having sex with uh, anybody well it
2: brings up an interesting point what you just said Brett so um a dream where somebody who who is who identifies as heterosexual if you have dreams and not that you had them but if somebody does have a dream about Um, a homosexual relationship and they're heterosexual in their waking life. What the heck does that mean? This is one of those ultimate scenarios where you recognize that it's a person that is symbolic. You're deeply connecting with the feminine aspect of yourself or the masculine aspect of yourself or what that person represents, whether they're strong or kind or loving or or amazing, or ambitious, or creative, you're connecting simply with the feminine or masculine aspect that coupled with those qualities that they represent. Does that make sense? Or is that wonky, wonk, wonk? Nance? Oh, Nance. gosh, I think I lost you guys. Okay, I you think didn't. we definitely lost Brett, for sure. <laughs> He's like, I'm out,
0: <laughs> out, out. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. I've been. What about I've you, been... Nance? Booted and back on and booted and back on So it's, the only it's that kind of day you said um, <laughs> I'm sorry um, sensual
2: dreams about if you if you are a heterosexual person that and you have a homosexual dream sex with someone of the same sex so that's so. I'm saying that it simply represents a part of you that, um, that is masculine or feminine, depending on your sex and the qualities of that person that you're intimately bonding with, with that part. It doesn't mean, oh my God, I'm really gay. Or maybe it does. But I or think more often than not, these dreams are symbolic.
0: Right. I, yeah. I mean, I was. When You know, that hasn't happened to me a lot, but every now and then there's been something, um, and I've always thought that had to do with me wanting to get closer to my own feminine aspects or appreciating right. my own feminine
2: part. Yes. Um, Here's a little piece of what I wrote in Huffington Post. Such dreams reflect your level of self-love and acceptance about your masculine or feminine energy. They could also reflect high self-esteem or feeling free to come out of the closet to share or express your love so it's not necessarily oh and it's also about deeply connecting with the sensual god or goddess within fulfilling a need for nurturing or gen- and gentleness if it's feminine or power and potency if it's masculine i like that you, okay. you're,
0: you love that author. I, won't, I won't delete that from
2: the, from the record your honor oh my god okay Lastly, somebody that is a taboo person, like someone way younger than you, somebody you're related to, or somebody that is just in a million, like somebody that you might absolutely loathe or despise. Like, What does it mean if you have sex with somebody that is that like random and crazy? I mean, like even a monster or something like that. So have you ever had a dream where there was somebody that you're like, oh my God, why, why? I mean, your boss, that was kind of, sort of, we yeah. could put him in that category. Have you ever had any that was like really freaky?
0: Oh, I haven't done, I haven't had a lot of that. I think it's sometimes I I know for sure when it comes to if something is a scary dream and and that's more because I used to have them when I was younger. Um I would I you know, I would tell somebody so I wouldn't be scared anymore and then never think of it again. And it was always that's sort good. of a protection because it would be so afraid. I've had Lots of dreams of, you know, animals attacking and things running after mm-hmm. me and all that kind of stuff. And so that's it. But now since you, anytime anything is freaky to me or, or off-putting, I, you know, how would I finish that dream and make it nicer? Yes. So I do that. Oh,
2: good. So I good would influence. say... Oh, good! I'm so glad I'm so glad I'm not that like scary monster in your dream. But I would say that if anybody is having a sensual dream that is with someone that you wouldn't touch with a ten foot anything, know that you this is an ultimate alchemy dream. this is having this is a healing dream because on some level, everyone and everything in our dreams is an aspect of ourselves. And if there's someone or something that you absolutely despise, it's a part of you that you're not happy with. And and if you have a sensual connection with them in your dream, it means that there's some level of love and acceptance happening. So I would say, don't feel bad about yourself for having this dream. Put, pat yourself on the back ten times because something some real self love is in the house. So yeah, that's what I think your it's shadow, all about, right? love in that shadow in the ultimate sense and that can only be a good thing so I can't believe how fast the show has flown by Nancy T thank you so much for joining me today and thank you Brett Walker for joining in from your high tower up there saving lives oh my god everybody thank you so much for listening to the show today make sure to go to KellysullivanWalden.com to get your free dream declaration meditation and other gifts and also to find out about Teotihuacan coming up in January and until we meet again next week Don't take your dreams lying down.
1: Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.